When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Future of Flushing. I'm Dean Felici. With me is Jonathan Barron. I'm not aw, the dog ran away. I'm a fun fact, everybody, I'm doing this next to a dog. He's already bored of the show. Normally I'd be a little more high energy, kind of screaming coming at you, but I met one of my best friends homes in North Carolina for a wedding right now. So I'm trying to be respectful, John. I'm sorry if I don't have the usual energy that I like to bring to the table. That's all right, Pito. I think that uh, this episode is going to be, uh, this is the one that got away from us. Neither of us have our usual microphones. We're both using AirPods. It's Sunday night. It's 8.56 p.m. right now as we speak. And Vito and I, we have an early morning because Vito and I are both boarding planes along with our buddy Ryan. And we're headed down to Port St. Lucie, Florida. We're going to have a chance to talk down, to talk with, sit down with, talk to. Uh, a bunch of FCL and Port St. Lucie Mets. So very excited for that. Have an opportunity to check out what's going on down there. Obviously, the FCL season came to an end recently. The St. Lucie Mets, they wrap up their season. But a lot of talent that played at FCL is now up with St. Lucie. We'll talk a little bit about that in this episode. And it was a long weekend for both of us, Vito. So I think we're on the same page. We're going to get into it. And, and Vito, I think it's best if we start with the Binghamton Rumble Ponies, a.k.a. the hottest team and professional baseball. They swept the weekend. Let's tell you all about it. It started on Friday. Dom Hamill led the Ponies to a 6-5 victory. Hamill struck out 11 over six innings, didn't allow a run. The third time he struck out 11 batters this season. And in his last seven starts, Vito, he has a 2-2-5 ERA, 48 strikeouts to just 14 walks. So Dom Hamill's been dominant. I guess you could say he's been putting the Dom in dominant. Dom for dominant is perfect alliteration, and I expect nothing but the best from you, John, and that's just perfect as always. Just like JT Schwartz and Luis and Hila Cunha, who also had exciting Friday nights, uh, JT Schwartz went three for four with two RBIs, and Luis and Hila Cunha went two for five with the stolen base. Let's talk about Saturday. Saturday night, really big highlighted by Kevin Parada, who provided all the runs in this 3-0 win with a three-run homer. That's his first home run as a rumble. On the mound was Jordan Geber. He made his last start for the Brooklyn Cyclones on Saturday. He pitched for the Rumble Ponies. Six innings, no runs, and four strikeouts. So a really good start for Geber, his first at the AA level. He's pitched at four levels this season. And in relief of him, Brendan Hardy, he got four outs without allowing a run. And then Paul Gervais came on. He faced seven, struck out four of them. One and two-thirds innings of scoreless ball. And Kev, Kevin Villavicencio, he actually made his Rumble Ponies debut on Thursday. Played in this game as well. So I just wanted to mention that, that Villavicencio got the bump up. And on Sunday, the Rumble Ponies did it again. They won that game 3-1. to one. It was a bit of a bullpen game. Joey Lancelotti started. Dyson Acosta, Wilkin, Ramos, Benito Garcia behind him. They threw six scoreless. JT Schwartz capped off his big weekend. He hit a home run. So, so Schwartz continues his solid, solid 2023 season. Uh, Vito told you that Luis Angel Acuna had a couple hits earlier in the weekend. He did it again on Sunday. And with the win, Vito, and I wasn't joking when I said the hottest team in professional baseball, the Ponies have now won seven straight and 10 of their last 11 games as they continue to really solidify their standing. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but the Ponies are playing their best ball of the season at the most important time. 
So all good things going on with the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. Against, might I add, a very talented Harrisburg Senators team. They have James Wood, one of the best prospects of baseball. Uh, Robert Hassel III, who they also acquired in the Juan Soto deal. So an impressive weekend for the Rumble Ponies, who stay hot. Now let's just move on to the Brooklyn Cyclones and try to warp speed through this episode because I'm having some connectivity issues with John, literally and figuratively almost. But the Brooklyn Cyclones lost 3-0. Lionel Ovias went five and two-thirds innings pitched, only gave up a run, two walks, and struck out six. But Saturday night, a much bigger night for the Cyclones, John. They won 6-0. Yeah, Robert Kalina, the righty out of uh, Caracas, Venezuela, he started that game. Six scoreless veto, no walks, 10 strikeouts. About as dominant as you can be for the 22-year-old. Alex Ramirez homered in this game for the Cyclones, and so did Stanley Consuegra, a three-run home run by Consuegra. That was his 20th of the season. He is one of just five players in the South Atlantic League with 20 or more home runs this year. One of those other guys shares an outfield with Stanley Consuegra and homered on Sunday. We'll get to that in a second. That's, of course, Ryan Clifford. Speaking of Sunday, Cyclones lost a a tough one, a 9-8 setback for Brooklyn. Jet Williams, he hit his sixth homer of the season. You didn't really think we would do a whole episode without talking about Jet. And Ryan Clifford, like I mentioned, three for five with a homer. That was his 23rd overall on the season and his 21st in high A. So the Cyclones, after the weekend, they are tied for first place with Jersey Shore in the South Atlantic League North Division. And the Rubble Ponies, by the way, we didn't mention this after we briefed you on their weekend. They now have a five-game lead over Portland for second place in the Eastern League Northeast Division. They're also now just one game behind the Somerset Patriots. So the Ponies are surging up the standings. Now let's talk about the St. Lucie Mets, where Vito and I are headed this week, Vito. So the St. Lucie Mets Friday night lost 7-5, where Nolan McLean started for PSL, his first pitching appearance. He's a two-way player that was drafted this year by the Mets. John and I have talked about him quite a bit. Topped out at 97.5 miles per hour. His appearance was one and a third innings with a strikeout. And if you know me, you know I like to talk about Nick Morabito. Nick Morabito stole four bases, which is almost half of the team's overall of nine bases. So Friday night, although it was a loss in the wind column, still a good night for some of the uh, St. Lucie Mets, right, John? Yeah, Vito. And they're just the 14th team in the minor leagues all together this year to steal as many as nine bases in a game. So very impressive by the St. Lucie Mets. Of course, you mentioned Nick Morabito showing off the speed. Let's go to Saturday now for the St. Lucie Mets. They lost 2-1, to one, a close one, but some positives here. Douglas Oriana, he had a really good start, went six and two-thirds innings, allowed just two hits, didn't allow a run, struck out eight with just one walk, so a great start for the right-handed pitcher. And Nick LaRusso, the Maryland Terp, one of the 2023 draftees of the Mets, he had a couple of doubles in this game for the St. Lucie Mets. Nick Morabito went one for two with a double, had another steal on Sunday after swiping four bags on Saturday. And Nolan McLean, now Vito, this is where it gets really fun. You talk about Nolan McLean, what he did on the bump on Friday night. On Sunday, he was in the starting lineup, and he had a, a productive day at the dish. He walked, drove in a run with a sack fly, and he that sack fly that he hit was 102.9 miles an hour off the bat. So we said topping out at 97 and a half miles an hour on Friday, hitting the ball over 100 miles an hour on Sunday. That's why the Mets so enamored with the skill set of Noel McClain. And we have to mention Ernesto Mercedes, who made his second appearance for this PSL team after a promotion from the FCL. And he shoved in that second appearance. Five hit, five innings, just three hits, one unearned run allowed. No walks, five strikeouts. And for Mercedes, he dominated with the curveball, had seven whiffs 
on 10 swings against the curve. I'm going to have to think of a good Mercedes pun. I know earlier in the year I said you could drive my car. I think I might have done a beep beep also. I'll workshop it, Vito. I promise I'll let you guys down. Yeah. But now he's now he's at a level up. So I've got a level up as well in, in accordance with uh with Ernesto because puns are linear, Vito. Let's talk about let's talk about move all the way back up the food chain. Let's go talk about the Syracuse Mets and the weekend they had. And then after that, John, I want you to think about this. I'm sitting next to a dog. I'm doing this podcast with you next to a dog. You usually do this podcast next to a dog. Before the end of this episode, I want you to guess what this dog's name is. Your only hint is he is named after a Met, after a Met player's nickname. So that's on the brain. Let's talk about the Syracuse Mets who took on the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. Friday night, they lost 5-1, but Jalen Palmer hit his first Syracuse Mets home run. Mike Vassell, not the best of starts. He threw 46 pitches. But Jalen Palmer, man, I mean – we talked to him in the beginning of the season over at spring training, and he moved all the way from Brooklyn to the Syracuse Mets. So just a guy who's been in the system for a while now, and it's exciting to see him work his way up. Yeah, and he did it again on Saturday, turned the trick, launched his second home run with the Syracuse Mets, those coming on back-to-back days. It was a 14-6 Syracuse Mets loss, but good to see Palmer back at it with the power bat. Like you said, started at Brooklyn this year all the way up to AAA, so a very a very positive season for Jalen Palmer, who can play the infield, can play the outfield, one of the fastest guys in the organization. Joe Swazi had himself a day for the Syracuse Mets on Saturday. He was two for four with a walk. And on Sunday, Syracuse fell again in that one. Danny Mendick and Daniel Palka, they both hit home runs for the Syracuse Mets. And I guess we can acknowledge that uh, Ronnie Mauricio, um, we – very well might not talk about Ronnie Mauricio anymore on this podcast, unless it's like, you know, a catching up with an old friend type deal. Uh, Ronnie Mauricio, if you listen to this podcast, you know just how well he was playing on a night in and night out basis. If you listen to this podcast, you would not have been shocked by that 117.3 mile an hour rocket off the bat on Friday night against Logan Gilbert for his first career hit. Ronnie Mauricio, just such an impressive young ball player with so many tools so much to be excited for the Met fans should be and um, we're obviously very happy for Ronnie Mauricio because that's the point right we are priming the Met fans to be ready to be the smartest fan in their section maybe you listen to the podcast and you said to the guy next to you hey this guy has two home runs down in AAA that were 115 plus off the bat I heard John Vito talking about that on the future of Flushing podcast and if you are we appreciate it so congrats to Ronnie on his promotion graduation day uh a bittersweet time, but you love to see it. Now, Vito, I think I know the name of the dog. I think you do too. I feel like it gave you a little too much Thor. that last hint. Thor. No. No. Hmm. Dude, it's it's a very dog name. Like it's if you think about it, Mookie. I, I, I know people name their a, dogs Mookie. No, no, no. Uh, a nickname. Oh, uh, okay. Not the Todd Father. <laughs> I can rule that one out. Unless you it is it. The you t- got it. It's, it's no, it's not the time. <laughs> um, let's uh, shoot. I feel like he looks like his name. The Buffalo. Um, not. I don't, okay, I don't know. Do you why. want me to just say it? Do yeah. you want me to just say it? It's Scooter. His name is Scooter. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's cool. Jeff McNeil. Do you know who that is? Jeff no. Mc- oh, it's Michael Conforto. It's Michael Conforto. Yeah, yeah. Michael Conforto. Scooter. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's Scooter and. He's named after Michael Conforto, so that's that's a Mets dog. Awesome. I love that. I love so, dogs. love the Mets, so great combination there. So, 
Yeah, so that's my buddy Gabe's dog, and I just want to say congratulations to Melissa and Gabe on their beautiful wedding. I was very excited to be here in North Carolina this weekend. I was really close to the Durham Bulls Athletic Park. It did not get to go because it just didn't timing didn't work out with wedding festivities. But trust me, I would have loved to hit a game if they played a night game tonight. I would have been there. I'm going to my brother-in-law's bachelor party after our trip at uh, to Port St. Lucie next weekend, and the uh, the Rough Riders. The uh, Rangers AAA team is down in that area, like 30 minutes away, which is kind of a hike. But I checked the schedule. They're not home, so it's not an option. Had they been home, I probably would have fought with my brother-in-laws about going to this game. I know that like people yeah, are probably would. thinking, it's not your bachelor party. Why would you push for it? Because I know a good time when I know a good time. And I want these guys, yes. they might not know right now. They might know right not know right now, but I know that they would be thankful and happy that we went to see this minor league baseball game, but one, not an option. We'll have to do something else. Yeah. So we both have fought. We, that would make two hosts of this show who fought for minor league baseball games at bachelor parties and were shot down. Cause I tried to get the fellas to go to the Vegas aviators game when we went to Las Vegas because it was miss. dollar beer night. That's anyway, a that's a pr- we got to get out of here. My Wi-Fi, I'm me and John are not connecting well, um, spiritually, emotionally, physically. So we will see you guys from Port St. Lucie this week. But thank you all for listening, and we'll see you in the future. Enjoy the stock music. See you tomorrow, Vito.